On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Pizza Ranch, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, and by... Pepsi. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. The Newman Jets golfers are on a bye this week. It's the perfect time to catch them before the men and women both head back to the tee box next week. The fall season ends soon, actually ending in a couple of weeks this month, and then a break. We catch up with NU Director of Golf, Taryn Torgerson, on episode 76 of the JetCast. And this is a little bit different this week. We're actually having the entire episode is going to be devoted to golf. So we've got a men's golfer coming up. We've got a women's golfer coming up. Braxton Muldoon, Olivia Wynn will come up on the show. So it's all golf this week on the JetCast. Uh, Coach, you guys are hard to keep up with this time of year. Very, very busy. So uh, we appreciate on the bye week you making time for the JetCast. Yeah, for sure. It's it's nice to have a little time to catch our breath a little bit. We've been on the road a lot. Yeah, you. It's a little bit different for you guys compared to some other sports. Obviously, with uh, the way that the schedule lines out, you just don't get that many home events. You know, you're playing baseball, basketball, volleyball. You know that half of your events are going to be at home. You guys have one event, maybe two a year at home. Obviously, most of them are drivable distance, but how much wear and tear does that put on a team, you know, psychologically? Obviously, you know what you're getting into when you sign up for golf, but uh, you guys do kind of have to be road warriors to, to succeed at your sport, don't you? Yeah, um, this time of year, my suitcase does not get unpacked. You just take the clothes out, wash them, and put them back in. Um, That's kind of the season that we're in right now. And with where we live, um, with the weather and stuff, they cram about five tournaments into six or seven weeks. So we don't have a lot of time off. Um, We went, we had one, then we had a week off, two in a row, week off, and then two in a row to finish. So um, it is a lot of wear and tear because we're not just, you know, making a one-day trip and then coming back. You're sleeping in different hotel beds every week. Um, you're sitting in vans for long periods of time, golf carts, all that. I know. Um, I don't know if I'm just getting old or what, but my <laughs> back hurts a lot after I get back. And I've, sure. of uh, sitting in all those different positions. But um, it is a lot of wear and tear. They're missing a lot of class. They're having to keep up with homework and studies and things like that on the road while also, you know, treating it as a quote-unquote business trip because, you know, we are there for a reason um, to play hopefully good golf. So um, they handle it really well, and I try and um, be cognizant of that and give them off days when I see that they need off days and, and time to themselves. So. seems like you guys have been playing every weekend. Line up the schedule for us. When you guys play and golf in the MIAA is typically contested on Mondays and Tuesdays or when the tournaments are. When do you guys leave? I'm assuming, depending on the location, you're coming back Tuesday night or Wednesday if it's a really far drive. So uh, leave on Friday afternoon because I know that there's typically the opportunity for a practice round somewhere in there over the weekend. How does that line out? Yeah, so we always leave on Sunday mornings. Oh, so Um, you don't leave till Sunday. Okay. Yeah, we leave on Sunday mornings, and then we always have a practice round scheduled at some point Sunday afternoon, late morning. Um, so we'll play the practice round Sunday, and then we'll play 18 holes Monday, 18 holes Tuesday, and then we'll return to campus um, 
after that on Tuesday. On the men's side, the same schedule, but we play 36 holes Monday. Wow. And then 18 holes Tuesday, and then we'll return to campus again um, Tuesday evening. How much of an extra grind is it on the guys to have to play that extra round on Monday? It is a grind. That's a good way of putting it. Um, I always tell them you can't you can't say to yourself, "Oh, only 28 more holes to go." Like if you're <laughs> if you're counting down, it's it's going to be a long day. So um, I personally think because when I was playing, I played a bunch of 36 hole days, and um, you're in the competitive grind, and it's a kind of a different um, mindset going in. So it kind of goes by a little faster than you think, but. Once you get to the, you know, the back half of that that second round, it's it's truly a who who wants it more and who's going to grind more. How I, I would imagine that if you have a really good first round and you don't have a good second round, that has to be the most aggravating thing in the world. <laughs> Obviously, weather conditions can change, the wind direction can change, it can make holes, you know, play substantially easier and then come around the afternoon and then substantially harder depending on if you're playing a draw or, you know, however you, you play the ball, you know, the wind can either extremely help your game or hurt your game. But how do you, you know, after the first round, you have to think, well, I'm just going to annihilate this course the second time. But it's not not always that easy, is it? No, it definitely isn't. And there are days, like you said, with weather conditions and stuff that it could it could feel like two different days on, on the two different um, rounds. Do so they change the pin locations in between? They don't. They, okay. they're, they're set um, for round one and then they'll – or for round, day, day one. one, sorry, and then they'll, they'll change it for day two. But everything stays the same on, on day one. But um, like you said, weather conditions can happen, and by the time you get to the, that same hole for the second time that day, it could be playing totally different. But if somebody plays bad in the first round, I, I actually – like that because you can literally start over from zero after that you know you you sign that scorecard you put it behind you and then you move forward to the next one and you can um, hopefully you know change change the way that the second round goes and, and kind of start over last tournament for you guys we'll start with the women it was at the grace shin invite down in oklahoma women got eighth couple of very good individual performances two top 25 finishes for your team one in the top 10 uh, what did you like about the navy and reds performance down for the ladies in oklahoma yeah, it was um, – we've struggled a little bit so far just putting team scores together so far this year. So to to have some – put some good numbers up on the board was, was really good to see. Um, saw some good things from, from all five of them, which was really nice. Um, I know we had a couple um, – Olivia had a career best round in round one, and then Megan and Aiden had career best rounds in, in the second um, round, day two. Um, we're still kind of best kind of tweaking some things and kind of still trying to, to get her form back a little bit. And then of course, Felisa's just solid. Um, so, uh, she was really good for us, but, um, Having two top 25s, you know, that'll do a lot for the team. Men were 12th up in the capital city at the Washburn University invite. And you had a top 25 finisher there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Justin's playing really well right now. Um, he, uh, he came in and he worked really, really hard this summer. And, um, we've seen that he qualified number one pretty easily, um, going into the season. Um, and then those, that's two really, really solid rounds at Topeka that, that first day. So I'm really happy for him. Um, I think he, 
there was a few that he left out there in day two that he'd like to have back, um, but don't we all when we play golf? So, um, <laughs> But he's put some really solid numbers up on the board. He's never you know, posted that many consistently low rounds, so really hoping that he has a strong uh, a senior year for us and can finish out the fall really well. Now the men are hosting the Newman Invite next week, so actually there will be a home date for you guys finally Monday and Tuesday next week. Give us the details about that and how excited are you? I know that when the ladies got to do this last year a couple of times that was a really big deal because you had the Newman invite and then the MIAA championships were also here in Wichita in the Wichita area I should say um, and now the men get to host an event here to almost cap the fall not quite there's one extra week after that but um, how nice is it for you and, and for the guys to be able to, to play some golf here close to home yeah, it's going to be great. Um, this is the first time we've hosted a men's home event um, since we've joined the MIAA, um, just because joining that conference, there's three um, required events every year that all MIAA men's schools have to play in, and um, they kind of do that on a rotation, and it, it's our turn to host. So that's kind of how um, we got to this point. Um, and it's going to be at... Sand Creek, yeah, um, they they do a great job hosting events and work really well with us. So we're excited. Um, I think it'll be a great opportunity for hopefully some other, you know, faculty, staff, coaches, um, fellow student athletes, classmates, things like that to come out and support them because you just don't get that opportunity very often for for the guys to see support from their from their peers. So we're hoping that um, we can get some some people out there to support them and and hopefully uh, play well um, on our home track. I know that one of the the things you were really trying to do with the women's program this year was build the roster. You've done that. You've added a couple of players to the roster. It has increased in size from last year. For the men, you've got a little bit of a blend. Two seniors, three freshmen. Just talk about the rosters, the pieces that you've added. Yeah, um, it's been really good. You know, I think um, something that my former coach always said um, to me when I was kind of wanting to be a coach is recruit better players than you have now um so um which is hard to do because sure. I feel like we have a great group on both sides um but um just just adding the pieces and you know we have really great kids um you'll hear from two of them here in in a little bit um Braxton and Olivia are about as good as it gets yeah, um, that was actually my next question of, asking yeah. you about those two and what they've meant to the programs individually and what's it been like to to coach them individually Oh yeah, it's it's been awesome. I couldn't ask for two better kids. Um I think um I've known Olivia since she was 10. Um so um 10 or 11, um I met her a long time ago when we were both seeing the same swing coach. Her parents would drop her off and when I was practicing in high school and college, we'd practice together me and her and her little brother. So I've known her for a long time and when I got when I got this job in 2019, she was my first phone call. Um, wow, I knew okay. I wanted that kid on my team, and she does everything the right way. She's got a special place in my heart. So um, um, it's been an honor to, to be able to coach her. And then, you know, Braxton, I knew from the recruiting process, he was a lot like me. Um, he just wanted needed somebody to take a chance on him. Um, he's kind of a small-town kid, um, just um, works really hard at it, loves the game more than anybody I know um, and just needed somebody to take a chance on him and he's come in and you know in several occurrences been you know one of our top two or three guys so he's been a huge addition and he comes in the golf room all the time and we have hour to two, two hour long chats and stuff so he's just you know a student of the game always willing to learn and um, so I that that's why we coach just to have kids like that and I think uh, 
we'll have those relationships uh, for years to come. Braxton and Olivia, they're both coming up here on this episode of the Jetcast. Uh, we can't get through the Jetcast without asking about Felisa Sahulga. They'd have to fire me if I didn't bring that up. But uh, <laughs> another top 10 finish for her. Obviously, probably your top returner from last year, uh, who just barely missed out on and even going further last year at the end of the season. Uh, I, I know that you are extremely excited about, about her potential. And I, I would bet that there's a, a pretty decent chance in the spring we, we might be talking to her on this program too. Yeah, probably so. Um, it was um, – she had a really great attitude about, you know, not getting into regionals. Probably a little bit better attitude than I had about it. Um, oh, well, I, mean, I was if, a little – If you – I would like you to be honest. Uh, I mean, should she have gotten in? I think so. My thing is I, I don't think – I think before the conference championship she would have been in. Um, I think she didn't play very well at conference. Um, and some other players in the region that were in different conferences did play well. So I think that's kind of where, where that got her. Um, so I understand it, um, obviously. Um, but I she had such a good year um, leading up to it. And then to, to fall just short um, because of some, you know, and – I don't if I don't know if anybody remembers, but it was blowing forty, raining sideways um, the second day. I mean, the weather was just awful. Um, so the scores all around. Oh, I think were, I do remember that day actually. Yeah, the scores all around were were higher, um, and so that didn't help. Um, you know, when she's competing against other people in the region that are maybe playing in some some better conditions. Well, it, but so. isn't that like you have like anyone with the? I don't play golf. I, you know, I play Frisbee golf, which is golf adjacent, golf tangent <laughs> at best. But, like, if you've watched any golf at all, if you have a brain, you understand, like, when you're playing Sunday at the British Open and it's raining, it's way different than when you're playing St. Andrews and it is a perfectly sunny sky and no rain and conditions. The golf courses are totally – so how can you compare the two when, you know, Wichita in April – we can have some weather down here. You know, ask the baseball coaches what that's like trying to play baseball down here in the spring. So how, like, isn't there some sort of allowance for that? Apparently on, not. Yeah, I'm honestly not totally sure. Um, that would be a question for, for the committee, and I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I know that – and kind of what I told her is she did everything she could to put herself in the position to even be talked about. Sure. Um, you know, whatever their committee room looks like, um, her name had to have been brought up. And, and that's a good sign. Um, and that's what I told her. And, um, you know, she was like, it's okay, coach. We, we always got next year. And I'm, you know, internally like, God, dang it. You know, <laughs> of I, course. God, you should have made it, you know. Um, but I just – I wanted it so bad for her. Um, and it would have been great for, for her and the program to be able to, to go compete at that next level. But um, – She's off to a great start so far this fall, so um, hopefully um, she's hungry for more and, and we can kind of make a quest for that again this well, year. Well, obviously, in order to make a quest for that, you've got to get your preparation done in the fall season. How ready for the spring do you think you are, and how do you kind of set all of this up for the ladies and the guys to use this fall season in the right way to put yourself in a position to have that chance to play for regionals and play in the postseason coming up this spring? Yeah, I mean, on the guys' side, um, we have a lot of new guys like Braxton and, and Noah, who's our you know Canadian kid. We have a transfer that hasn't actually played college golf, but he's played a lot of competitive golf. So we have a lot of guys that were kind of 
this is their first college golf experience this fall. So, um, they, you know, they, they've had some glimpses of good, good things. And, um, we're hoping that, you know, they can get all the, the butterflies out, if you will, or, or whatever this fall and kind of understand what college golf is all about and kind of what expectations are there and kind of where they need to raise their game to. So we can take that into the spring. Obviously Justin's playing solid. So we want to, you know, kind of keep that up and carry that over into, um, the spring season, um, uh, Baylor Harris is a sophomore returning and he was, he's dropped 20 shots from last year and wow. that's not no joke. Um, his, his scores were kind of mid to high nineties, even a few in the low hundreds. And he's posted two or three rounds, um, in the seventies so far this year. So he's worked really, really hard and come to, to really be an impact player for us. And we've needed his scores this season. So I continue to, I look to, for him to continue to get better um, and to, to produce for us. Um, and then what about on the women's side? Yeah. On the ladies side, um, we kind of, we have a, that core group, um, you know, Felice is playing solid. Olivia is, you know, immensely better than last year. She's feeling confident in her swing. Um, uh, the short game is still kind of what we're working on a little bit, sure. you know, chipping and putting it a little bit better. Um, She's and, off camera smiling at yeah, that. Yeah, and it, it comes down to, you know, Olivia telling Olivia that I got this and I can do it. Um, so we're still working on that a little bit sure. as well. But our freshman, Aiden Kofelt from Edmond, has come in, and she just acts like she's been here for three years already, which is awesome. You know, she, you know, steps up to the first tee and has no nerves and anything like that, which is awesome. She's um, coming in, coming into her own. She's already gotten a lot better since she's been here. We've tweaked a few things, and she's consistently um, becoming uh, somebody that we're relying on for scores. And then, like I mentioned, Beth was really solid for us last year um, and still is. Um, she hasn't produced the scores that I think she wants to yet. Um, we're kind of working through some swing stuff. Um, her short game's been pretty good, but there's just, you know, two or three bad swings in a round that can kind of – uh, get you some pretty bad scores that kind of sure. uh, increase the score pretty quickly. So we're kind of trying to eliminate those. And then, you know, Megan's Megan's looking really good, um, had her career best at, and, in Edmond, so hoping that she can kind of continue that and carry that over and into the rest. So um, everybody's got things we're working on. Um, I'm working on with them individually to kind of hopefully – continue to improve them individually for then the the overall uh, betterment of the team final question for you I know that for the basketball coaches it doesn't have a great predictor of success or not but when you go into the winter break after a win boy does it feel a lot better than when you go into the winter break after a loss now in golf a little bit different because only one team can win there's usually at least eight maybe 16 or more teams there so winning and losing maybe not the same standard that you could have as a basketball coach when you either win or you lose the game but how important is it for everybody to have a good winter break to have those lat that last tournament be a good event for the team and for the individuals so that you can feel like, okay, we had a good fall season. We're where we want to be heading into the spring. Yeah, I think two things come into to play with that. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, when we look back on uh, both the men and women started their season at Northeastern States tournaments, I hope that when we finish at Tulsa Cup with both teams, they can – um, individually and as a team look back and say, hey, we're, be we're better now than we were then. Um, sure. uh, that's kind of one measure of, of success there. And then, you know, finishing that fall season strongly is, 
important just because we do have, you know, so many months until we get to compete again. And it's kind of like when I tell them you, you can't leave the golf course without seeing a putt go in or you can't leave the gym without making your last shot sure. type of thing. So you want to you want to walk off the course for the last time competitively in the fall, um, feeling good about it. Um, but obviously golf is golf and that doesn't always happen, but, um, just kind of trying to keep things in perspective and, um, making sure that, that they know that, you know, they did improve. That's one thing that I keep preaching to them is, um, even though like we didn't finish really well at, at, in Edmond on the ladies side in terms of like where we stacked up between the other teams, but we got better. And that's how I'm measuring our improvement and our growth is, um, is Newman getting better? It doesn't matter how we're finishing in relation to Roger State, Central Missouri, Central Oklahoma, all those schools. It's are we getting better as ourselves? And, and that's what we're kind of trying to look at, what we've been talking to the guys about too. As long as we're getting better um, as Newman, then we're, then we're moving in the right direction, and then the results will come from there. Taryn Torgerson, Director of Golf, coaching the men and the women here at Newman University. Once again, the women are on the road to northwest Missouri to play an event hosted by the Bearcats. The men are back in action here in Wichita for the only time this fall. Sand Creek Station next week, Monday and Tuesday for the Newman Invitational. Best of luck to you and all the Jets coming up next week to end the fall season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. When we come back freshman on the men's side Braxton Muldoon will join me as we continue on the JetCast. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi you'll hear the sounds of hope health and strength because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals ERs and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you your health and your life to deliver the care that's right for you connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita, listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Don Blinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Don Linger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Don Linger Construction is an EEO compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Welcome back to the JetCast. It is an all-golf show this week on the show. Braxton Muldoon, a freshman, one of the three freshmen on this Newman men's team from Bella Vista, Arkansas, is with us today. 79th the team was at the Washburn Invitational. 12th as a team. He was 79th at Topeka Country Club. Braxton, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, What were your thoughts on the Topeka Country Club and how that went for you individually and as a team? Um, I think we learned a lot as a team. We played some of the hardest greens we'll play all year. They were really, really fast and um, very receptive. So I was able to spin it off the greens a couple of times. <laughs> uh-huh. So when you say hard, are you talking about was it really dry or were they very difficult? They were very difficult, very okay. undulating and slopey everywhere. Because, you know, obviously weather is one of the elements that affects golf 
a lot more than maybe some other sports. And it has been pretty dry around Kansas. So I'm imagining that the fairways and the greens, I don't know how much they were watering up in my hometown, but uh, I imagine that they probably could have been pretty hard. Yeah, they were pretty rock hard. Everything was rolling out on the fairways. And so sometimes it'd roll into the rough and there's nothing you could do about it. How much do you have to make an adjustment when you are playing to know, okay, it's been raining a lot. This is a shot that if I put it, you know, on the fairway and there's a, you know, there's a bunker down there, I can be pretty confident that it's not going to roll into that bunker versus we've had a pretty dry start to the fall, drier than average, I would say, and say, okay, you know, I have to consider that I'm going to get 10, 20, 30 extra yards on this rollout because everything is just so hard right now. Yeah, it definitely comes into play. It will affect my tee shot. I will take that into account and make sure that nothing will reach that bunker. So you are a freshman, obviously. How do you think the adjustment has gone for you in terms of getting used to the collegiate golf game? Um, It's definitely a big adjustment. Um, The play is a lot better than my high school career, so I just have to make sure I play my own game and keep in my own head. Speaking of your own game, what do you think is the strength of your game? The strength of my game is probably my iron play. I'm a very solid iron striker. Um, Hit the ball pretty straight with my irons. Don't miss too much. Okay, which is a very, very good thing to have in terms of the courses that Newman plays on. And I know that Coach Torgerson has talked about iron play being so important with me on this show in the past. One thing that Coach Torgerson maybe would like to see you improve upon as we move to the spring, what do you think is, is something in your game that you really need to work on? Something I really need to work on is my wedge game and being able to hit different kinds of shots towards greens and just keep it right next to the pin. Specifically approach shots from the sand, from the fairway, or just everything? Mostly green side shots, I think. Just about 20-yard shots, very difficult to control. Speaking of Coach Torgerson, what's it like to be coached by Director of Golf Torgerson? <laughs> She's awesome. She works really hard, and uh, I really like having her – She knows the game so well that it just makes me better as a player what has been your approach to fall because you guys are very unique in the collegiate sports world that you have I mean basketball and wrestling there is a break in the middle but it's it's a week you come back and you play pretty quickly you guys have you know basically like a summer vacation off I mean you come back you take off here in what two weeks you will not have any activity through November through December and probably not in January I think maybe in February and it depends on the weather it's probably going to be March so you've basically got a, a two and a half or a two month sprint to the finish once you come back how how do you approach the fall season with this split season format that college golf currently has in, in the NCAA Division Two? Well, I think the fall season is more of like a warm-up for your um, championship season. And so once you're done with the fall season, you have all winter to go back to the drawing board and just work on what you need to work on to get better and get ready for that championship season. Now, the spring. thing that you're going to be getting ready for next, the men are hosting next week on Monday and Tuesday the Newman Invite here in Wichita. How excited are you to get to play some golf right here uh, in, in your hometown? Well, I guess your, your adopted hometown uh, being now uh, attending school here in Wichita. I'm really excited. I think we're going to have some support come out from some other teams, which is going to be a lot of fun, and it's a really nice course. So I'm assuming that what course playing at? Uh, Sand Creek Station. Sand Creek Station, which I believe is where they hosted the MIAA Championships a year ago when Newman hosted for the Women MIAA Championships. So how familiar are you with the course? 
I've played it a couple times, and um, I really like the layout. It's very fun. Okay. It's different. Do you think that it fits the eye of Braxton Muldoon? It definitely does, that's for sure. <laughs> very good. Uh, so I'll make this your final question here. What do you think that you need to do? What does the team need to do in order to end the fall well to set you guys up to have the kind of spring success that you guys want to have? I think we all need to take on one thing at a time and just make sure we get better at one aspect of our game each tournament. Braxton Muldoon, freshman from Arkansas, joining us on the JetCast. Once again, the Newman men are going to be at the Newman Invite coming up on Monday and Tuesday next week. Sand Creek Station just outside of Wichita. Good luck to you and the Jets. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. When we come back, we'll talk some more women's golf as we wrap up the JetCast after this. Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club. Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in Red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Wrapping up the JetCast, an all-golf show this week. Olivia Wynn from Andover, Kansas, a local product, joins us here to wrap up the show. A sophomore, she tied for 21st at the Grace Shin Invitational down at Edmond, hosted by Central Oklahoma. Had a career-best round in round one, a 77. Olivia, congratulations on the career-best round, and thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Golf Club of Edmond, obviously, that fit your game very well. What did you like about that golf course? How did it suit your game? Um, it laid out for me very well. Like um, the course was very uh, like shorter and like not as long. So a little bit more technical, you would say. Mm-hmm. How much of a confidence boost does that give you to be able to go out, you know, pretty early in the season? shoot a good score like that, a personal best, and, you know, have a very good individual finish inside the top 25? Um, my confidence level was, like, very high because um, going into uh, Edvin, uh, my game was, like, on. And so uh, I think that helped. Now, what do you think is the strength of your game right now in this first half of your sophomore season? Um, I say my ball hitting. Okay, so ball striking, so pretty being able to put the ball where you want off of the fairway. Yes. And then what is something that Coach Torgerson's got you working on to, to give, give you a more complete golf game? Um, she has helped me with, like, my wedge game recently and my putting and chipping. Okay, yeah, very important to be able to score well around the green once you get it up there. What's it like being coached by Coach Torgerson? She's great. She encourages us, and she wants us to do well. 
So obviously, Coach Torgerson's kind of a known commodity here in the Wichita golf community, thanks to her career as a Wichita State Shocker. Won, uh, I think, more than more than one tournament there as a Shocker, and uh, did did very well in the black and yellow. How much did that play into your decision to try to to decide to stay at home? Um, you know, just making the short drive from Andover to Wichita to play your collegiate golf. Um, I know she knows the game very well, so um, I've known her for a long time, and I wanted to play for her. Okay. The Midwest Classic is coming up at Maryville, Missouri next for you. Obviously, the fall season is ending pretty quickly for both the men and the women. What are you looking forward to at the Midwest Classic hosted by Northwest Missouri State? Um, just getting to play on the golf course and meeting new people. Is there a golfer, men, male or female, that you look at and, you know, you try to model your game after? Um, not really. No? And that, and that, that answer is okay. How did you get into the game of golf? Um, my dad um, taught me when I was like five years old. And my brother also plays, so then okay. we go out and play. Older or younger brother? Younger brother. Younger brother. Uh, have there been any skins games between you and your younger brother? Not really. No? Uh, are you able to uh, – this was a – I think probably the favorite question that I asked Felisa last year when I had her on. I asked her if she could beat her dad. And the answer was, I believe, an emphatic yes, if I recall. Uh, can you beat dad? Uh, yes. Okay. That's a good sign. Uh, final question for you. How important do you think it's going to be for you and the team to try to end the fall season strong? Um, I think we need to focus on uh, our short game because then we can, like, score and uh, just go out and – play and just have confidence. Olivia Wynn, another local product right here in the Navy and Red in Wichita, Kansas, an Andover native, and the Newman Jets are going to be back in action next week, heading up to Northwest Missouri, Maryville, the site of the Midwest Classic next week. Olivia, good luck. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you for having me. That's our JetCast for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking some bowling. I believe we've got the director of bowling, uh, Coach Billy Murphy, coming on the show here in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. So until then, Lake Fripps in Wichita saying, go Jets. Thank you.